0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. It's another great day to be alive. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, come to you today asking your presence all over what's being said today, all over the people listening, all over me as I share. God, I want to be led by you. Lord, open our hearts and our minds to your truth, and Lord, may your truth Truly set us free. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, life, there's a lot of reality in life, isn't there? I just recently got off the phone with someone who found out that their husband came home and is is passing away. And it's it's heavy. It's heavy to know that you're going to lose your loved one from this earth. But what is encouraging is to know that they believe... That Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and He's coming to their lives, and they're going to spend eternity with Him. It's going to be a moment. It's going to be a moment. It's hard for us here. When I lost my son, I it just totally wreaked havoc on my heart and mind. He was five and a half years old, and it was you know, about twenty-eight years ago now, or no, it's more than that. I think. In fact it was it was 31 years ago now, he'd be 36 years old and and it just it just tore our hearts out. But you know what? To know he was with Jesus and to know the lives that he touched has been huge. I've shared some of those stories and it's been amazing. And and when I lost my parents, even though it was time for them to go, it was never easy. But to know they entered the kingdom of heaven and the joy that they're experiencing. And it's going to be amazing. So anyway, with that said, I want to read Luke chapter 19, verse 5 through 9. Listen to these words. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. When they saw it, They complained, saying, He has gone to the guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, Lord, I give half my goods to the poor, and if I take anything from anyone in false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house. But isn't that how people act? He has gone into a house of a sinner, We get so worried about everybody else's life and what they're doing. What if we couldn't be around a sinner? What if we couldn't share with a sinner? How would they come to know Jesus? We need to have some kind of contact with people that need Jesus. We all have them in our family. We all have them in our neighborhood. We all have them in our workplaces. That's why I think one of the greatest things that you and I could do is to love people. Just show him the love of God. Love opens up doors. I can tell you story after story of how love has opened up doors in people's lives. And I just know that he wants to use you and he wants to use me because we want someone to say someday to us, today salvation has come to your house. You know, I've never known a positive person yet who didn't love people and try to see the best in them. My and I've mentioned this from the this forum often. My daughter is one of the most positive people around. She makes me look negative because she's so positive. She wants to think the best of people. I am so immensely proud of my daughter, as you well hear from here. Is she perfect? No. Has she probably make mistakes? Yes. But does she love people and have a passion for the lost? Yes, and have a passion to say good things about people. Yes, I want to have that passion. Jesus wants us to have that passion. You know, we all have expectations of others, but we can choose whether those expectations are positive or negative. We can think that others are worthless or wonderful. What is your thought about others? What is your thought about people that are making poor decisions around you? Yeah, I want nothing to do with them. I don't want to even be around them or how Jesus can I touch their life through you how can they see you you know what people generally rise to meet the level of expectations that are laid out there what are your expectations what are your expectations as a christian person are you touching lives are you looking for others to uh, to uh, touch what's going on what's happening Well, I believe that God wants to use you and I to touch others' lives. I believe he wants us to love others. I believe when we look up, when we see someone, as Jesus looked up and saw Zacchaeus, who was not a man of God. In fact, everybody knew him as a sinner, but he said, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm coming to your house tonight for dinner. That's a surprise. Can you imagine what your spouse would think, or your wife, if you're a male, you think, honey, guess what? Somebody's coming over for dinner that you don't know. Well, my wife would probably say, what are you doing? You know, because I mean, she loves people, but she's not someone that loves that kind of surprise. And I don't think many do. And I, I was raised in a house that my mom had to receive that all the time. And sometimes she wasn't happy. Dad would just bring somebody home, somebody from the street, somebody from the jail somewhere. And he'd just bring him into our house. And my mom would say later, but Jim, you should, you be doing that kind of thing. And, but he cared so deeply for people. And, uh, I just, um, I know that it's important for us to care and love people. And so we just, we need to do that and uh, trust God to help us, help us to help meet expectations and that we can learn to be a positive, positive people. I know, as I shared yesterday, I share a lot of coaching examples, but I the greatest coaching example you can do as a coach is to be positive. If you are negative with your kids all the time, then, you know, it wears on you. I've, over the years, had different kind of coaches, and I've had positive and I've had negative coaches, and it has an effect on your life. I remember one game being so discouraged because of what the coaches' talk at halftime. I was more discouraged, and I was angry. I was angry inside because of what was being said, and, and I just, I think, man, and I learned some lessons. I, I learned lessons of how not to coach uh, during those kind of uh, moments. But God wants to use us and use us to be uh, that positive person in people's life and to love people and to love who they are, not judging them. We leave the judging to Almighty God. How's that? Leave the judging to Almighty God because he knows people's minds. He knows people's hearts. You know, and I just, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for when I see people like that, so people just have such a just a genuinely positive, positive outlook on life. I have a lot of friends in my life that have that, and I told you about my daughter, of course, but there's a lot of friends of mine. My, my friend Mel, who passed away, man, three years ago now, and was my best friend, and, and he had touched so many lives. but he would always correct me when I would start being not positive. He was the one who encouraged me to get our church built and a new church built. And I was always dragging my feet because I was worried about debt. I was worried about this, worried about that. He says, you worry too much. You just gotta trust God. God's gonna take care of us. And boy, God did take care of us. God built a beautiful church, and Mel was a huge part of that, and his wife, Joy, who is still our best friends today. Uh, she, you know, and uh, has helped the church so much, but you know, when able to pay off this church uh, three years ago, and write that check, and say, "Lord, thank you, thank you for positive people in my life who believed, who believed." And he'd always say it to me: "You just got to believe, you got to believe." And you know, and and sometimes we say we can't should have done something, and Mel would always say, "Never say you can't should have, because you know it's you move forward and do something else." He named, because of that, he named his yacht. He had a yacht. He was the. A pretty wealthy man and and generous man, and he named his yacht "Can't Shoulda." <laughs> you can't shoulda. So every time you see that, it reminds you, you can't shoulda done something. You just got to do it. You have an idea, to do it. He was an entrepreneur and and success in everything he did. Everything he did was success because of his attitude. I've never seen somebody as positive attitude as him. We could be sitting at a football game, and I'll be discouraged. Cause we're down. Two touchdowns. I know better because I coached and come back from behind. But I can just be quiet and kind of go into my little hole. And he said, "Get over it. We're going to win this thing. We're going to come back." I mean, that's what how he lived his life. And people of God, that's how God wants us to live our life: believing the best, believing the best in people, knowing that with God, all things are possible. You know, the Bible says that in this world we're going to have tribulation. We're going to have tribulation. We're going to have trials. But what does he say after that? He says, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. People of God, we have a reason to to be happy because he has overcome the world. He has watched over us. He has helped us. He has led us in our lives and he wants to continue to lead us. What is it that you need to give him today? What is it that's holding you back from being that positive person that he has called you to be? Is it your attitude? Is it circumstances? Is it your health? Is it your wealth? Is it your family? Whatever it is today, give it to God. Let God take it, run with it, heal it, deal with it, and give you strength to move on for the next day. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for that you love me so much that you gave Jesus to die on a cross for me. And Lord, that you look past those weaknesses that I have and, and you give me strength during those things and, and you you breathe your spirit in my life. And God, in those times that that I say or do the things maybe I shouldn't do. I pray, God, you would walk with me and help me to see. Help us all to be aware. Give us a keen awareness of what we're doing, how we're living, how we're spending time with you. Lord, help us to be a faithful, faithful people. Lord, these are dear people listening today. They're faithful in listening to you. Give them strength as they listen to you. Give them power to overcome. Encourage them, I pray, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755. 3755-